Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy 2024. Anyway, this is Paul and Scott's Midlife Point. I'm Paul. He's Scott. Hello. When do you stop saying Happy New Year? Uh, now. <laughs> right now. Um, it's interesting, actually. So at work, I think literally a week ago, uh, I had a, a meeting with a, with a customer that I'd not spoken to this year. And they said, oh, Happy New Year. Yeah, actually, there was a couple of them. First one started talking. The other one said, oh, oh I, know, I know it's a bit cliche, but Happy New Year. I, I think it may. It's the 25th of January. That is well over saying the New Year thing. Yeah, I think so. You know, I'd say two weeks max into the year, then stop. Even know? even then, it's borderline. Do you know what? Do you know what? I don't know if it's just me. Because obviously, you know, the last episode we did was the Christmas episode. When, yep. I, was, when I was miserable as AF. <laughs> apparently, come across. I've not heard. I've not actually listened to it yet. But apparently, I didn't sound that miserable, and it come across all right. So thank God, because I felt like shy that day, for whatever reason. But after Christmas, I just, I just wanted all traces of Christmas to go. After once is on the first of January, after the New Year, I didn't want to see anything. I don't know what it is about. I hate it. Just get rid of Christmas now. It's gone. Do you have yeah. that? Or do you, do you do you want to keep hold of it? Are you one of those like you want to keep the tree up for a bit longer, the lights out. I think so. We, dis- we did discuss this on the Christmas episode. I normally really like Christmas, but this year I had a pretty shit Christmas. Oh. And, I th- and I think you- <laughs> you're right. <coughs> Sorry, hairball. You were saying, oh god, I- yeah, I'd forgotten about you that. You were quite miserable, but then from what I can gather, you had quite a good Christmas. So we kind of we kind of like role reversal thing was going on. I think it was quiet. It was quiet. Yeah. I, I I got the bug that was going around. So literally Boxing Day, I just sat on the couch all day. Oh really? Yeah. Couch is that is that American? I thought couch. I always put it the couch. Couch is that acceptable? No, I've always said always said settee. Settee. Couch. Sofa. 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 Couch. Yeah, maybe sofa sometimes, but I've never said couch. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Anyway, mate, how are you? How's uh, how's this, how's your your year going so far? I'm just, We're into February now. Into February. I'm just thinking if the word couch actually suits a settee. Like, do you know what I mean? Like the word couch. I like couch. What? Yeah. I like saying it. I, you know, certain couch. words. Couch. I like couch. I suppose. Yeah, it's got a kind of like. Wait, what's the thing with moist? Why do people <laughs> not like moist? See, straight away you start laughing. What the word moist? What do you right when I say moist? What do you think? Well, first thing to be honest, what do you think about? <laughs> See, I think cake, cake, what a nice moist bit of cake. A mo- I've never heard moist. anyone describe Lovely. describe a bit of cake yeah, as a nice bit of moist cake. A nice moist, bit, moist of cake. bit of cake. I've never heard that before. Yeah, moist cake. What? Describe a moist cake to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting this wrong, but well, opposites are dry. <laughs> <laughs> sitting on your couch eating a nice bit of moist cake you know, when, you, when you like when you go to one of those uh, nice cafes or if you ever gone to like afternoon tea and they have the little forks with like the bit on the end of the fork that you can use to cut cake with like it's almost like a little mini knife on the edge of the fork i know what you're talking about like I've, that you yeah. know you cut into the cake it's all it's a bit crumbly yeah you know i mean i do like, i do get what you mean moist a nice moist well-baked cake <laughs> I, I do get what you mean but yeah. i've never heard it being described as moist yeah but it, it kind of makes sense what well, <laughs> i was gonna say that yeah i've never actually been for afternoon tea i know wow. that i know the type of fork you're talking about but i've never actually been for an afternoon tea you haven't lived i haven't lived i uh, g- genuinely like when you get a little stand 
And then you got the the levels with the the, the sandwiches, the cakes, scones are normally normally in there. Scones, scones. Ah, see, this could it. be a debate. <laughs> scones or scones? Now, I grew up with scones, scones, scones. Am I even saying that right? Scones. Scone. Yeah. Scone. Scone. Yeah. Scone. Scone. I was saying that wrong. Then maybe it's no. scone. No, I used to say scone. I've always said. But scone. now I'm saying scone. It sounds wrong. Scone. <laughs> but I just sound like a wanker saying scone. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, scone. scones too. Scone. It's very. I don't know. The Queen would have said scone. Yeah. <laughs> William, get the scones, please. <laughs> exactly. And the nice butter. I'd say nice. They're not going to have utterly butterly, are they? As opposed like to. Oi, John, get us a scone. John, oh, you know I'm really fat. He's a scone. You got any of them moist scones, John? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's only dry ones. Sorry, mate. <laughs> I clipped a little bit then. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Never mind. That, that will ha- that will happen occasionally with my booming voice. Yeah, it's the nature but of the beast. Do it because it, it. Do you know what? It's really nice. Um, it's the sort of thing you need to go on with your mum, isn't it? You can't just go with like a couple of mates. No, 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 not. Although I feel like we should do that now. <laughs> Get a group of mates and let's just go for an afternoon tea. As part of like a as part of a stag do or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tell um, you what. The older I get, I would prefer to go to afternoon tea as a, for a stag do than, you know, what a stag do it normally is. I just, I don't like the idea of stag do's anymore. I mean, I'm completely jumping onto something else here, but the thought of a stag do kind of scares me a bit now. All right, this is a fact for you. This is my, okay. it doesn't sound that impressive. This is my 10th beer of the year. <laughs> I like the fact you're counting. Okay. And I'm quite proud of that. In the sense that I'm basically generally a sort of Friday, Saturday sort of drinker. Yeah. I would yeah. say. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, and, and to be fair, uh, five of those were on one day for my sister, sister's birthday. Okay. So, I'm basically, I'm, I'm quite happy. But uh, point being, I've, I've kind of cut, cut back the drinking. So, so what will be five kid. weeks into the year at the time of recording? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, typical weekend for me would have been 10 beers in a weekend. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, to yeah. put it into perspective. So you've and, had, uh, had a, a, four, a fifth of the amount you would have had. Exactly. Yeah. And do you know what? I'm feeling I'm feeling way better for it. Yeah. So, but, you know, as in what you were saying there, I kind of feel that way. Like, And I've done it a few times now. I think we've, we've talked about this before, but um, I'm quite happy now going out and not drinking. I'm very comfortable with it. Whereas before, there was almost a mental block where it was like, Oh no, go have a drink, you know, to enjoy myself or yeah, that, you know, to have a good time. Yeah, yeah. And I've proved it to myself a few times now, like, you don't know, you don't need a drink, you know. Um, but no, yeah, I'm quite I'm quite proud of that in my own my own little my own little world. That's you really know, good. It's, it's coming back. So but sorry. No, you're gonna go on. No, but the, the stag thing, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I kind of it probably I probably would have a drink, but I'd be quite comfortable with what could you do that doesn't involve drink? <laughs> Honestly, well, probably lots of things, but yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, an afternoon tea, even yeah. though that would be a wank stag do. <laughs> uh, let's be honest about it. I, uh, you know, if someone is getting married, like our friend Dean this year, uh, Dean, if you want to do a, an afternoon tea, then um, I'd consider it. But it, I have got to the point now where if a mate tells me that they're getting married, I kind of my heart sinks a little bit because I know there's going to be a stag do, and they're going to choice. It is a choice. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm 42 this year and it's, I've done all of that, I think. And now it's like, for me, 
God, we're getting boring, Jesus. Um, <laughs> it's doing, you know, it's it's doing something else. But yeah, no, no I just thought I'd, I'd kind of bring that in, really. But I, I do, like for me, it's like work on Monday is easier if I don't drink on a Saturday. Yeah. And yeah. I, I really enjoy, I think I enjoy my weekends more, especially a Sunday, if I'm not walking around tired with a hangover. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And I, and I just, and it's like, well, yeah, you know, just, that really and just being me and enjoying it but anyway it definitely becomes more of a psychological thing as you get older as well having a hangover it's like the mental side of it is a bit more intense i think do you find that yeah i mean you know that that's something that i've struggled with the last couple of years is just like that that constant cycle of work let's be let's face it stress everything that comes with that drinking for the escapism of 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 it all recovering on a sunday back to a monday yeah. And I've done that for years. And it's like, I had to break that at some point. So and even though I've not completely broken it, I've, I'm going about doing that. Yeah, you're heading in the right direction. As, as I sip my beer. <laughs> so your 10 beers this year, is that like, that's a purposeful, I'm going to drink less rather than it just yeah. happens you haven't drunk that much. And do you know what? Um, I've had a really good month of work. You know, I'm, I'm not going to go into it, but I'm sales based. And, you know, it's almost like, for me, Christmas was a reset, hmm. and it, it sounds silly, but like almost like I've to start the year. I've, I've started the year. I've hit the ground running at work, but hmm. it's almost like I had a good preseason. You know, okay, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Christmas wise, your like, fitness levels are good. My fitness levels are up. You know, I rested. Mine was well, like rested, focused when I got back. Boom into it, and I think I want more of that. I'm now craving that. I want to feel good. I want to do good, you know, and yeah. rather than just feeling shite yeah, yeah. every week and then not feeling better until like Wednesday and only having two or three good days a week. That makes sense. Yeah, that's the other thing. Now, if, I, if, I, like, if I'm going to a wedding or something and I know I'm probably going to have a bit of a skin fall, I literally book in a three-day hangover now because I know it's going to, by, by Thursday, I'd, I'd probably start feeling normal again. Exactly. But... Getting old sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I so Christmas I had COVID, which is why it was shite. Me and Ange, my girlfriend, both had COVID. So plans kind of went out the window, and uh, we went for a meal Christmas Day, like first time I've ever been out on Christmas Day to a, like a public place, and it wasn't very good. Oh really? Yeah. And the trouble is, I don't think they were really fully prepared for it. What you and Ange? No, uh, Ange. <laughs> Yeah, just me and Ange. No, Ange couldn't go. Is that how you got the uh, old COVID? Ange already she had already COVID. had COVID, so she couldn't go. So that was a bummer. But the service was really bad. And it was like they... But it felt like they'd had five minutes training before the doors opened. Because they probably did. I don't blame the staff, even though the service was pretty terrible. I don't blame them. I blame head office for doing something I don't think they were prepared for, just to make a few quid. Sorry, are you WhatsApping while we're recording? No, no, I've got my notes and I'm just uh, oh. <laughs> I'm just updating my notes in terms of. Uh, oh, you're updating your notes. Well, have yeah, you, have no, you suddenly had a flash of inspiration. The stuff, stuff from Christmas that obviously I don't need now, but um, yeah. See, but I've, do, do you know? Actually, I'll, I'll touch on I'll touch on this. Go on. Then. There's an interesting. So you know the bit between after Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. Like, do do you have a name for that at all? Um. No, because I now have a name for I it. I think that is the official name, the week before Christmas and New Year. It's Gooch Week. Gooch Week. It's Gooch. <laughs> is that named after Graham Gooch, the ex-England cricketer? No, because, okay. you know, the bit between. 
Oh, you being Gooch. Rude? You being rude? Yeah, it's okay. a Gooch week. Okay, I'll get that was introduced to me and I thought, perfect. Just before you go any further, I'm going to sound very ignorant now. What exactly is the Gooch? Because I've never heard that before. The bit, the plane service between your bollocks and your arsehole. <laughs> okay. Biffin, Biffin's Bridge, is that right? Is that what it's called? Is it? It's probably, they... got, it's probably got a few names, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. I've never yeah, heard but it I've it... always had... Yeah, the Gooch. Okay. That's the Gooch. Right, okay. That's, that's another word I like, Gooch. Gooch. That's gooch. a good word, actually. Graham Gooch, that's a strong name. Yeah. That's a strong name, that is. Yeah. Yeah, just the, you know, the bit... I know what you mean. You'd have, to, you'd have to point out, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I damaged my gooch. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> right, so thank you for listening to this episode. We'll be back in a few weeks. No, go on. So I want to hear how you damaged Years ago, me and my Did friend Did you fall Dean, off a couch? I decided that I was going to buy a road bike. I thought, that's the next thing I'm going to get into. And I did. I, I cycled around and stuff. And me and my friend Dean would uh, go on our uh, rides and uh, on our bikes. And uh, but we would go local. So we would cycle like from so anyone that knows the area from Luton over to Woburn. It'd be like you know a, I don't know how long ten fifteen mile round trip. It wasn't it wasn't far, maybe twenty miles. Um, but you know it was but it, it wasn't that it wasn't that far. And that was with a long uh, cream tea break in between you know uh the uh get going to open and then back again or, oh, the, so it's, or, the, or it's the village okay, it's okay to go for an afternoon tea with your mate when you're riding bikes yeah but not any other time no okay that's fine but anyway so we were just doing short trips uh and then my friend uh dean i don't know why i keep saying yeah dean he was uh he said oh i've got an idea i've done it before with my my dad um let, let's let's cycle around the isle of Wight. And i'm like me being me i was like yeah all right fine because if you look on the map, the Isle of Wight's like a dot. It's it's, it's nothing. It's like yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you could have, yeah, it's probably what twenty miles, thirty miles. It's sixty-five miles all the way around it. Okay. So it only dawned on me how fucking hard it would be when I was halfway around, and I'm like, how the fuck am I going to finish this? So is this sixty-five? So you're riding without stopping, basically. No, no, you stop. You have brakes and whatever. You go at your own pace. Okay, but, but put like, it this way: Tommy finished. They they were packing up. Yeah, we were like pretty uh, much last. So it's like a public race kind of thing. You say it was a British Heart Foundation. So you sign up, you get your sponsors, and then you do it. You get a little cheap medal and that at the end. But I remember halfway round, we were there after, and I, you know, we stupidly prepared again. I'd must have. I'd, I'd, I'd by this point pretty five bananas, five bananas. Uh, I just said bananas twice. <laughs> five. I'd have 10 bananas, uh, five Mars bars, a packet of crisps. You know what I mean? Like, the preparation was awful. Ten ban- no, I should be eating 10 bananas in one day. Um, halfway around, we, we, uh, we get to it. There was checkpoints all the way around. So we get to about halfway checkpoint. And this guy, this fit looking guy, uh, not as in the looks, as in the, in the body type. And he had, he had all the professional uh, uh, bike gear on, a like, nice looking bike, professional bike or whatever. He totally spent... It was his hobby. He spent thousands of, uh, of pounds on his bike. And he was, uh, I assumed he was halfway around because obviously, but we were doing it clockwise. He was doing it counterclockwise. He was coming from the other direction. And uh, he didn't look particularly breathless before. Oh, that's all right. So he's come from the opposite direction and he's halfway. We're halfway. So we can't be doing that bad. No, it fucking finished. <laughs> it finished. You all start at the same time. Yeah. So he'd gone around the whole island by the time we'd done half of it. 
And anyway, to get to my point, we finished it. There was one point where we were going up this hill and it was literally one pedal, just right, left, right. Because I'm not getting off the bike. For that sacrilege, I'm going to do this. I'm going to cycle around the whole island. I'm not getting off it like a twat and pushing my bike. And it was just like 50 rotations. Look up. I've gone about 10 yards. You know, okay. you know. Keep, but I just got up this hill. By the time I got to the end, we finished whatever. It was a relief, whatever. Just just, just get to the pub. Let's just get a dim down, a few beers. Um, and I'd driven to the start line, obviously, to where, to where the event was organized. I got in my car. I sat down and I swear to God, it was like a football was between my bollocks and my arsehole. The gooch was inflamed. It was rock hard because I'd been sat on a, a hard bike seat for 65 miles for basically 10 hours, 12 hours it was. It was rock solid. I've never felt a feeling like it was weird. God, I can't, oh, was it? It was like oh. a pencil case. Was like I was sitting on a pencil case. I had a pencil case down my pants, basically. Yeah, God, it must be such a weird feeling. It's so weird. So yeah, but I've I've never mistreated my gooch again. <laughs> Did it take long for your gooch to recover? Um, it was it was it was rock solid for a couple of days. Yeah. Oh man. Well, if there's uh one thing to take away from this episode is uh look after your gooch. Anyway, moving swiftly on, have you ever eaten a whole cake? A whole yourself, cake. A whole cake. And if you have, which cake have you eaten? So when you say a whole cake. A whole cake. No, so not, okay, when I say not like a family-sized cake, you've okay. eaten the whole thing. In one go? In one go. I don't think so, no. I've eaten a Battenberg. Really? I've eaten a whole <laughs> Battenberg. A family-sized Battenberg. Let me regale the story to you. Okay. So I'll paint a picture. I don't know how old I was, to be honest. Young. Probably 12 years old, Dunstable Market. I have two pounds in my pocket. I'm going to spend one of those pounds on the, on the market. Not not And one of the stalls in particular, not any stall, the stall that, that sold cheap, out of date. It's not, let's not just not dwell on that part, but out of date food. You could get it, you know, cut price, really cheap. Crisps, cakes chocolate bars everything this guy did a roaring trade just thinking what a nice stall that is to run yeah yeah good, but good on him illegal uh um, <laughs> okay. probably caused quite a lot of uh pretty people shitting through the ivory needle every weekend <laughs> when they uh they would visit his stall damaging the gooches yeah yeah being sick um but uh yeah i i surveyed all the offering you know this gold mountain of unhealthy <laughs> snacks and i decided i'll spend my it probably wasn't even a pat do you know what I think it was 50p. It's just literally coming back to me. That's good memory. I'm sure it was like 50p because it was cheap, right? Because, you know, Bat and Bow was probably only a pound back in the day, two pounds, I don't know. I think it was like 50p and I was like, and I love Bat and Bow. Marzi, the Marzi pan, like the little squares. Oh, lovely. You break them apart. Oh. But it's all right in slices yeah, on your plate with your tea, with your yeah. sandwich and crisps as you listen to the top 40 on a Sunday. That's fine. But young idiot me thought I could have 10 times the amount. I got the whole fucking thing. So did you have to do this in secret? No, I was with my mates. Oh, okay. I was with right. friends. Right, okay. It wasn't like, oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to get over to John's stall, whatever it was called. John's uh, Cheap Cakes, she would call it. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. And I bought this Battenberg. And fuck it, honestly, I don't know. I don't know. It just come back to me the other day. And I thought I'll, I'll talk about it on the podcast. I ate the whole thing. And it was bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
you know when like you've you, you know you've sc- fucked up i don't want to keep swearing but uh, the, the, it's applicable you know that's so much sugar the marzipan oh honestly for hours i felt sick and i couldn't be sick but oh. i just felt sick it was one of those did anything happen like the other end I don't think so, no. Okay. I just... think oh, it was just a relief. Once the sugar rush, I mean, I probably nearly died about sugar I put in my body. <laughs> probably off your tits for like 24 <laughs> hours. I just, so, yeah. So was it, so you're out with your mates, you bought a Battenberg for 50p. It's a bit out of date, but are you eating it while you're out with your mates? Yeah, just like walking along, taking another. Eating your Battenberg. Taking another massive bite of the uh, cake. <laughs> So you weren't sharing it with your mates. This is you ate this all yourself. I can't remember if I give them a a, a saliva tut filled bit of cake. Yeah, where I've been eating it. I'm not sure. But I, I used to like Battenberg, but I've not had one for so long. It's kind of not a go to now. I don't think. It's just nothing really special about it. What about getting full from food? Like, have you like you've been uncomfortably full? Like, oh, you know, you regretted it so bad. Uh. I can't think of a specific example, but yeah, that's definitely happened. There was, when me and Vic, my wife, we first started going out, we went out for this Mexican, and it was, it, you know, I don't know if it was, I think, I, 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 I can't quite remember, I reckon I must have been bloated before going out. So naturally, it was licensed, so we'd had a few beers, and then, um, I can't remember what I had, but I'm pretty sure there was like nachos, so we're eating those, it probably would have had loads of salsa and cheese on the stuff, and then... I think I had fajitas or, do you know what? I think it was like enchiladas or something. It was something like that. Um, and I just, I just gorged. And it, it was so nice. So nice. And I don't think we'd been out for a while. So it was like, oh, Mexican, this is different. This is nice. The beer is flowing. Mm. And I kid you not, I was so full. I just, I just wanted someone to pop me. Do you know what I mean? It was like, you feel like that. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah. Pizzas as well. There's one time I had a Papa John's pizza. I think I had the whole pizza. Like I don't, I don't do that. I'm like free, mm. free bits of pizza, and that's it. Yeah, free bits. That's my go-to. That's enough. I'm happy with that. I don't think it was like a large. It was, it was pretty like a medium-sized pizza bit. We had it. It was a proper session, and I finished the whole thing. And I kid you not, it nearly killed me. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like I woke up in the night and I was so dehydrated because it's one of those where I had beer whole pizza and just gone to sleep oh and at the time when i met my wife she was still living at home with her mum and i would come over and stay over and um she had a temperamental radiator oh sounds sounds, sounds like a good band name that (laughs) we're the temperamental radiators hello wembley (laughs) um and it would come on in the middle of the night like roasting hot and one this night when i was dehydrated on beer a full pizza in me and I woke up and I, I kid you not I was like I was just trembling I was shaking I, I think I probably was dehydrated like properly yeah yeah oh sounds horrible and it was it was awful and the next day is it worse than like a hangover was it worse than a hangover remember that time at our flat where we had that house party and then we went to Spain the next day and you guys let yourself out was That's that, one of your top hangovers, isn't it? That is. Was that the night of your wife's twenty-first birthday? I think so. Yeah. If it is, that is my worst ever hangover. <laughs> Number one. No. Do you know what? It's, I'm proud I was a part of that. Because <laughs> <laughs> we we 
we didn't really go to sleep. We just stayed up. Well, I see we had a flight early in the morning. So paint a picture. It was Saturday night. We had a piss up, whatever. And then me and my wife, mother-in-law, and our pretty much newly born son, we we flew out to Alicante, Spain. But it was an early flight. I think it was like six in the morning, seven in the morning or something. So we had to leave by five. We was in Harlow, Essex at the time. We went up from Stansted. So, you know, it was like, well, my wife just chose to stay up. I think I went to bed. I felt like two or three hours sleep. The worst thing to do. Just stay up. Because mm. that two to three hours does fuck all. I felt awful. It's not the worst, I don't think, but it's it's up there. It's probably top five. I mean, I remember... Why was yours so bad? So we'd been to... I think your wife had booked like a function room of a pub. So we'd been there, maybe karaoke, something like that. As the pub was closing, we decided to go back to your flat. Now, I drank quite a lot of beer in this pub. So I thought, I want to. I don't fancy any more beer. I want to keep drinking. I want to keep partying. But I don't fancy beer. Aww. So I decided, why don't I buy some bottles of Reef from the pub Aww. and take them back to your flat? I mean, Reef, like sugary... Was it orange and passion fruit flavour from oh, memory? I mean, that. it's been a long time since I've drunk it. They might have actually been the last time I did drink it. So anyway, I had quite a few pints of beer, bought these 10 bottles of Reef from the pub, went back to your flat. We oh, were from up... the pub as well. <laughs> yeah, from the nice pub. Nice and cheap. From the pub. Yeah, exactly. Take back to your flat. So we're partying until the early hours. And a similar thing to you with the pizza. I passed out on your couch. <laughs> um, and I'd not drank any water. Just, you know, passed out without before I could get any water, etc. And then when I woke up, Jesus Christ. It's the one hangover I've had where I was thinking I would quite happily die right now oh. because I feel like absolute shit. It was oh. fucking horrible. And on the way back, um, our mate Dean was driving. Um, a few other friends were in the car. I was in the front seat asleep, trying desperately just to like just stop the pain. Uh, and we stopped the, I think it was Little Chef or something like that. And Dean said to me afterwards, I knew how bad you were because when we stopped, then I said, Paul, um, we're getting some food. You're coming? And I just said, no. He said, that's that's when you knew how bad yeah, I was because yeah. I would normally be right like, up, yeah, yeah, I'll get some food. But no, I just wanted to sit in the car and sleep. And oh, it was horrible. And that, that is definitely my worst ever hangover. But that that day for me, as you were you were keeping your cars basically on a plane, well, we put it landing because it was only Spain, it was only Alicante, it was only a couple of hours. But I remember that, like the whole way there, obviously, um, you know, basically had a one year old that we took with us, our son. Um, but the, just the whole day was hard, you know, just you know, basically getting a family over to you know South Europe. Um, but oh yeah, it was bad. But one of the, one of my worst was. Was at college, basically went clubbing. I remember just like sitting outside the club. It was four o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning. Like it was late or early, however you want to say it. And I had work at seven. <laughs> and it was like, what do I do? And naturally, I just went home. It was like, and I got home maybe four o'clock. And I thought, I could get a couple of hours, I suppose. And it was one of those, again, I may as well. I would have been better off just kept drinking. I'm going to work pissed. <laughs> yeah, you probably would have done, yeah. But I lasted a couple of hours. And literally, someone, some, one of the girls I worked with looked at me and said, like, you just need to go home. <laughs> and I was like, I think I do. Because I, I, I just I just power through. And I was like, as soon as she said that, I thought to myself and I thought, 
I'm really not in a good shape. I'd done it to myself, but I was like so bad. So yeah, bad. So how old were you then? Oh, Christ. That would have been 19, 18, 19. See, that must, I'm thinking that must have been a particularly bad hangover because when you're that age, you <laughs> you're can immortal. Co- you can power through you're immortal. a working day with a hangover. Literally, some of the, some of the, the I think they call it like kids, but you know, the early 20 somethings at work, I'm like, I look at them and I think, I was fucking immortal at your age <laughs> but you could you know yeah. i mean at the high i'm not I'm not boasting but it was like thursday through to sunday you know you did it you yeah know? yeah quite and easily. you know we we would go home and it would be it'd be sunny you know i'd be i'd be in a taxi and it'd be sunny outside you know you, it was light when you started light when you when you finished it, you just did now i'd burn my ass for two days I, it would just it would just wreck, it would wreck everything yeah when you're that age you I reckon by lunchtime the next day at work you're fine more or less and you go out again the same night. Can you imagine doing that now? No, I can't. Do you know what's mad is I heard Eminem Guilty Conscience on the way. So I've got a retro playlist. I never play Eminem but apparently uh, On the way here tonight. On the way here. Yeah, yeah. On the way here. So it's uh, um, uh, on shuffle and uh, I don't Spotify do you get you, you ever use Spotify? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's re- the retro playlist and if you get if you get that or not is it retro? One of those playlists. Oh, no, sorry. Your time capsule. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And half these songs I I don't listen to, but apparently I do. Um, and Eminem, Got Your Conscious, come on. As soon as I heard that, I thought of two things. Red Square, <laughs> which is like a, 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 a alco pop type drink from back in the day. Is that what you describe yeah, it? Yeah, like a Red Bull flavoured alco pop. Basically. Yeah. And your your mum's garage, where we used to in bands, we used to play, we used to drink, we used to listen to music, and just just chill, didn't we? Basically, yeah, it was like a sort of party that, place. That song, I've not heard that song in years, and it just instantly took me back to your garage, God. and I could I could literally taste the Red Square. Oh, do they still make Red Square? I don't know, but I'm not drinking it. That's the other thing. I used to quite happily. Well, I drink Reef, like I was saying earlier. Drink Bacardi Breezer, WKD. Red Square, but how we've got any fucking teeth left? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. But the thought of drinking that shit now, bloody hell! And it, it goes back again to stag do's. So our mate Rob had a stag do in Barcelona. Was it 2016? I think. Was it that long ago? So what is that? Seven years ago? I mean, when you say 2016, it doesn't seem that it was that long ago, but it actually was quite a while ago now. So yeah, so so that was like a four day stag in Barcelona, and I was like really up for it. I was looking forward to it, and that was four days of basically nonstop drinking. And that's the time I look back on and kind of shudder and think the amount of booze we drunk, and it's that kind of thing that puts me off stag days now. Just the older I get, oh no! But no. to think what we oh, the stuff we used to put in our bodies and everything else. We really no. do sound two old kids, <laughs> but it's the midlife point. Well, exactly. So I think a lot of I think a lot of people will relate to that. You know, and it is you just get to a point where you're like, what? What do you keep reliving your youth, mm-hmm. and do you keep doing that, or do you sort of change things? And you know, like, I think you have to change, don't you? Like, I like going to the pub, but for me now, it it, it it's a, it's an occasional thing. Or it certainly like if I was going to have a lot of drink, it needs to be a reason for it. I, yeah, you know, like even to be honest, at, at home, I I was a home drinker. I even if I was on my own, 
I like to I like to drink because I like a drink. I, I enjoy drinking beer, I like the feeling, all the rest of it. But mm. now I don't really have that. I, I just think, kind of, what's the point, really? I'm a bit like that now. I used to really like drinking by myself at home, listening to music. But now, yeah, I've, I've got to fancy it. I, think, all... I suppose the best way to think about it is like chocolate. I'm not if I want chocolate, I'll have a little bit. I'm not gonna have fucking box of chocolates i mean not that i've ever been like that anyway but i don't i don't know it's probably a bad example if you but... want some battenberg just have a slice <laughs> you're not gonna, you're not gonna eat a whole I'm not battenberg the whole now. thing exactly if i get a you know if i get a, you know a 10 pack of beers maybe i'll have a few i think if yeah. i really want to because there's a football on or boxing or something do you know what i mean something yeah. i've got to have a reason to do it otherwise yeah i don't know but well, i think as you grow older you just change how you are don't you yeah, I don't know about you, but it's almost like a bit of a treat nowadays. I think, oh, you know, I mean, personally, I, I kind of... Do another beer? I will have another beer, yeah. <laughs> I kind of um, I kind of plan ahead in a way. So before, like Friday, after work, straight away, automatically got on the beer. Saturday, I'd no doubt drink. A weekend without drink was very, very rare. It was normally because I was on antibiotics or something like that. Um, but... Now, yeah, nowadays, I mean, particularly since my uh, being diagnosed with leukemia, I drink a lot less than I used to. But uh, I think, yeah, I, I kind of um, now I kind of like planning ahead and like knowing when I'm going to have a drink, almost like putting it in a calendar kind of thing, and just I look forward to it then. And it's not like I can suddenly just let rip and go crazy with it. It's just it just feels like a nice treat now. I think getting is it deep? I don't know if it's deep, but also I like I don't know. I I enjoy. Um, a, health, a healthier lifestyle. We spoke about this before. I like eating clean and the the cleaner I eat and the better I eat, the better I feel. I mean, that's just natural, you know. Look, <laughs> look up, Mike. <laughs> I just, I just... <laughs> Sorry, we'll get to this. Hang on. Shall I take a picture of it? And that's why you don't drink so much anymore. Fucking hell. So just to let you know that uh, <laughs> Scott went to the fridge in this room, grabbed us a uh, beer each, and what he came idiot. back to the table with his big can of San Miguel. And he just realised he's put it upside down. I don't think I've ever done that in my life. Ever. So maybe to end this episode. Okay. Uh I was pointed out something by my mum of all people recently. Oh, yeah. So this goes back to something we talked about on our first episode. Um, so you know uh, you know who Charlie Brooker is? Yeah. Yeah. So for anyone who maybe doesn't know, he's a comedy writer. He created Black Mirror, which is on Netflix. Really good series. Mm. He was on um, Would I Lie to You? Uh, I think towards the end of last year. So a couple of months ago, let's say. And on... Would I lie to you? Uh, the aim is you need to read out a fact about yourself and then the other team have to work out if you're telling the truth or lying. His thing was that he didn't know until the age of 40 that raisins came from grapes. Did you hear about this? <laughs> you told me, yeah. And it turned out it was true. He didn't know yes. raisins came from grapes. Yes. Now, I consider Charlie Brooker quite an intelligent man. He comes across I, that he's way. He's really intelligent. I've always thought that. But everyone else on the show, so you've got David Mitchell, you've got Rob Brydon, you've got Lee Mack and a few of the other guests. Between them all, it can't, I watched this clip earlier because I've not actually seen it before till today, but I watched it on YouTube. But between all of them, none of them are like absolutely crystal clear on the whole like raisins thing. Like none of them, 
do you know what I mean? It's like they're not hundred percent sure about like where currents come from, where sultanas come from. They're all kind of doubting themselves. So it just made me feel a lot better about us and our podcast that we're not the only ones who don't know this shit. But the fact is you I think you knew it, but me and my friend Dean, our friend Dean, did not. No. And it comes as quite a shock when I learned about that a few years ago. And I've heard a few people say since that first episode went out that they didn't know about the blue tack thing either, that you can remove blue tack off a wall with blue tack. So it's just nice to know we're not the only ones when it comes to some of this sort of stuff. I'm fucking obsessed with that. <laughs> oh, it was so enjoyable. But Anja made the point, we were talking about the whole raisins and grapes thing. So she made the point, so prunes are dried plums, which I didn't know actually. Uh, raisins we know are dried. I didn't know that. Well, there you go. I didn't know that. So we know raisins are dried grapes. So why are dried apricots still apricots? Why isn't that called something else? Yeah. Like gooch fruit or something. <laughs> gooch fruit. <laughs> well, it's more, they look more like an arsehole at that point, don't they, I suppose? But no, they're not. They, they look more like... Well, they're just dried apricots, I suppose. And uh, on the same subject, my friend Bex listened to the podcast and told me this fact, which I didn't know. Sultanas come from white grapes. Raisins come from red grapes. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, that, that, that is logical once you're from in. From the man who didn't fucking know the yeah, raisins but once came you, from once grapes. You're in, once you're in, you know. You, you know you, you know, if you know, you know. I didn't know. Now I... Yeah, but that, it's like, well, I didn't know it, but now it's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. No, but it makes it, sense. It now, does make sense. Now I'm in the shriveled up fruit realm. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It does but, make sense, but... Yeah, yeah. Did you ever you see the little box of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, I, I just love them. I think I had a box quite recently, actually, for the first <laughs> time in years. A box of raisins. A little box of raisins. That's such an OA old thing, isn't it? I, I enjoyed them as well. Not, so, um, not as much as taking blue tack off a wall with blue tack, but, but I not, did enjoy you them. Know, not once through having a box of raisins, having a cake with raisins, just raisins in general. Did I ever think, where, the, where do they come from? I just, if you put me on the spot there and then, 10 years ago, I would have said, like, raisin bush. You're know. more concerned with buying cheap batten yeah, that's what that age, like, I just know. imagine walking, oh, but you're walking, you're brushing past a bush and just loads of raisins flying off like, oh, I'll have some of them, a little snack. That's how I thought about raisins. Yeah, that's fair enough. Which made sense to me. But the trouble with going for afternoon tea and having scones is that I'm not a lover of like the cream and jam aspect. I just like butter on it. Not once when I've eaten a scone, again, have I thought about the fact that you're eating grapes as well. You are. Just mad, isn't it? is mad when you really really think about it please think about it and come back and listen to the next episode until then goodbye bye